God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a wonderful day to be alive, knowing that God still has a purpose for your life. It's good to be back. Uh, I haven't broadcasted for a while. Um, so uh, thank God that he yet gives me another opportunity to take care of business. So today I want to talk to you about final destination final destination. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your understanding of your word. Holy Spirit, give me revelation and anoint the ears of those who are listening to hear that they'll hear what the spirit has to say, Father God, to the people today. And Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory and ask you all these things in Jesus name. Amen. You know, many, many years ago, a movie came out called Final Destination. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was a really crazy movie. Um, the premise of the movie was that um, that these teenagers um, got on a plane. And basically, the way it worked was a boy had a premonition that the plane was going to blow up. And so a handful of them got off the plane, but needless to say, the plane actually blew up and killed most of the people that were on the plane. The problem is a few of those people escaped. And so again, the premise of the movie is death comes looking for the people that escaped him. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Final destination. We go all these years in our lives, and I don't know however many uh, years that God gave you, and, and I don't know how old you are, but we go all this time and never really bother to acknowledge God, never really bother to ponder what is going to happen to us when we leave this earth. Because you do know, the Bible says it's appointed unto a man once to die, and then the judgment. And so we think we don't really give much thought to what's going to happen. What What is eternity? I've heard people say that when you die, that's it. Like you cease to exist. That's all there is to it. So when you go to that funeral and you see that person laying in the casket, that is it. When you cremate them, bury them or whatever you're going to do to dispose of the body, to honorably dispose of the body, uh, that's it. You know, and I've heard people say that. But I'm going to tell you that there is a hereafter for everybody, not just one person, for everybody. And so when you think about or when you ponder eternity, when you ponder what happens after you die, I want you to consider this, that the Bible says that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And I remember the old preachers used to say, there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Think about it like this. Even if you don't believe there's a heaven, what if there is, right? And even if you don't believe there's a hell, what if it is? What happens if you put all your marbles, right, on the table or you put all your eggs in one basket and you believe that hell doesn't exist 
And then when you die, right, and you're like the rich man who Bible says in uh, in Luke, I think Luke 16, in hell, he lifted up his eyes. What if that's true? What if everything is true about hell, the torment, the pain, the torture, the regret? Remembering all the times that you listened to the gospel, remember, uh, remembering all the times that you could have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you chose to blow him off. You chose to just push him to the side and you chose not to make him important in your life. So suppose hell is real and you're there for eternity. Well, guess what? The Bible says in Revelations that death and hell gave up its dead, right? And there was a great white throne judgment and every person on the face of this earth stood before God. Now, I want you to think about this. I'm talking about they stood before the God who sent his only son to die for their sins. And if they're standing before God at the great white throne judgment, that means that they denied Jesus Christ. That means that they never accepted him because had they accepted Jesus, they wouldn't be standing before the white throne judgment. They would have already gone home with him when he came and raptured the church. So they're standing before God and the Bible says there's going to be weeping and gnashing and teeth. And so as they stood before God and he opened the books and their name was not found in the Lamb's book of life. And the angels swooped in and grabbed them and threw them into the lake of fire that burneth with brimstone and fire forever and, and ever. I mean, is that a chance that you're willing to take? Is that a chance that you're truly willing to take? One in which... If hell is real, then you're condemned for eternity. There is no tomorrow. The days stop, the time stop, and you're in eternity. And you burn forever and forever and forever. And you scream and you yell and you holler and you gnash your teeth forever and forever. And you're never consumed. You just burn, burn, burn. You're tormented by evil spirits. You're tormented in that place. You're tormented by the tremendous heat that burns even the spirit, the fire that never consumes the spirit, but it burns and torments the spirit. The spirit lives forever and it's in torment. It's in torture. It's in pain forever. And there is no relief. The Bible says that the rich man cried unto father Abraham that Lazarus would be able to go and dip his finger in water and put it on the end of his tongue to take away some of the pain. But Abraham said, no, father Abraham said, no, that's not possible. The rich man said, well, look, let me go from the dead and warn my brothers of this place. And father Abraham said, no, that's not possible. They have the law and the prophets. If they don't believe the prophets, they'll never believe one that came from the dead. So what I'm telling you is what if in your unbelief, hell is real, then what do you do? It's worth your time to go into the Bible and to research it and ask God to open your eyes and help you see. Because the Bible says that the God of this world has blinded their eyes that they that yet that uh, yet they see the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you're being blinded. You're being confused. If you're running around here thinking that if this thing is not real, you're being confused. And here's the really sad part. Is going around using religion as your cloak, using religion 
as, as if uh, this is going to save you, but you never accept Jesus Christ. Here's the problem. Jesus went through all of this stuff. He went to hell for you. He was beaten. He was whipped. He was hung on a cross. And all the sins of the world was put on his shoulders. But not only that, he was, he was separated from God for the first time in eternity. So now Jesus pays this price. And the Bible says that the Lord Jesus will be praised, will be recognized, that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. So when you decide to turn your back on him and you decide to renounce him and you decide that you don't want anything to do with him, just understand that God is not going to allow you to come to heaven and live with him because you denied his only son. You turned away the only hope for society. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So you denied, you refused to accept the only answer that came from God himself, his only son that he sent here to this earth. You thought it wasn't important enough to listen to the preacher when he was talking to you or to the person that witnessed to you or to somebody who told you about Jesus Christ, you thought it wasn't important. You thought it was cool to believe in Muhammad and cool to believe in, in, in Harry Krishna and, 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 the, uh, and Buddha and all these other people. And you thought it was good to be a Jehovah's Witnesses and everything is good. And you, you thought it was cool to renounce Jesus Christ, to totally deny him, to deny his existence to deny his supremacy, to deny him as the only begotten son of God. And now you find yourself in hell. You lifted up your eyes. Is it really worth taking that chance? If I were you, I'd get on my knees today and I would pray to God and ask him, Lord, show me the truth. Stop acting like heaven and hell are not real. Guys, there is an end to this thing. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a body. You're not just a body. Guys, your spirit exists forever and forever. Your spirit can never die. That's why if you leave this world and you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that means that you're still in the same shape you were, right? You still have Adam's seed, which means that you're still away from God, which means that when you die, you're going to hell. You're going to bust hell wide open. And then there's nothing that anybody can do to help you. You know, I heard a story. I heard several of these stories. But there was a man. And I guess he got in an accident. And they were at the hospital. And they kept trying to revive this man. And finally they revived him. And when he came back, he was screaming and yelling, I'm in hell, I'm in hell, I'm burning, I'm burning. And what happened was his spirit came back to his body. And he was terrified and they brought him back, but his heart stopped again and he went down and he descended back into hell again and they worked on him and worked on him and his heart got to beating again and he came back to his body. And finally, there was a preacher that was at his bedside when he died. And when he came back the last time, the preacher prayed for him and said, God, have mercy on this man. And the man came back and the peace of God just calmed him down. His heart started beating again. His organs started working again. 
and this man got saved right there, God gave him a chance. Guys, it doesn't normally work like that. And you can't depend on something like that to happen to you. You go, you get out here and get in one of these car accidents or somebody shoots you, right? Or your heart stops, you have a heart attack, a stroke, and you die and you don't know Jesus. That's your final destination. So death found you and found you without Jesus. And now you're in hell. What in hell do you want? What's over there that you want so much? I mean, what is it that fascinates you about being in a place like that? I'm telling you, it's time for you to get yourself together and you go down there to that church house and accept Jesus Christ or you can do it today because I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer. And if you don't know Jesus, I'm going to tell you that it, it, it's, uh, it will behoove you to accept him as your Lord and Savior. I'm not trying to scare you, but if you ask me, am I trying to scare the hell out of you? You're absolutely right. I am. I'm trying to scare the hell out of you so that you don't end up in hell. Because the question becomes, what in hell do you want? What's down there for you? So brothers and sisters, I just want to encourage you. First of all, to make sure that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. I mean, if you don't know that without a shadow of a doubt, then you're going to be one of those ones that pray this prayer with me. Because this much I know. Everything in the Bible is right, y'all. One day, everything is coming to an end. This is going to close out. God is going to send his angels. He's going to send his son to rapture the church. That means that his son is coming back to get the church and to bring the church with him to be with him forever and forever. Cause you know, when Christians die, they go to be in the presence of the Lord. But if you've never accepted Jesus, you can't be in God's presence. Listen, if you wanted to live your life apart from God all the time that you were on this earth, and I want you to think about that all the time you were on this earth, you didn't want anything to do with God. You thought Christians were, uh, you know, were fake and, or you thought, that Christians were lame and whatever else you thought about Christians, right? That's what you, you, I mean, you, you said, no, you don't want any part of that. Right. And so you ended up dying and now guess what? Because you didn't want to, um, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord down here on this earth and you denied Jesus. He's going to deny you before his father. You're going to hell. You're going to bust hell wide open. You are. I promise you, if you leave this world without Jesus Christ, you are going to hell, my friend. And it is not a pleasant experience. I've heard people talk about it. I'm going to go to hell and party. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're going to be just like the rich man. You're going to be screaming and yelling and asking for help and mercy and all that. And there is no mercy in hell. There is no mercy. Mercy is gone, y'all. Mercy don't exist in hell. Grace don't exist in hell. There is not another chance in hell. When you make them, when that's your destination, you are there. In fact, if you descend into the depths of the deep, you go to hell, that's it. You're done. There is no way to bring you back. And when you leave your body, you're going to know that you're going to hell. It ain't going to be bright lights and 
and wonderful fireworks and all this other stupidity. Oh, it's not going to be any of that. When you go, those demons are going to escort you right on down to the gates of hell. You know, I saw a movie called Ghost one time. And there was a scene. There was a bad man in this movie who murdered the star of the movie. And he came back as a ghost. And by the way, that doesn't happen. But anyway, just for my demonstration purposes, this, um, this, this um, man, he, um, he died. He was killed, right? A glass, big old piece of glass fell on him and killed him and he came out of his body and he looked around and recognized he was dead because he saw his body laying there and he's walking around near his body then all of a sudden right all these dark demons came for him and they snatched him and they pulled him down to hell you know what that's not far from the truth that's pretty close what am i trying to tell you don't play with this thing called life. Every time we come on here, we preach the gospel to you. That's another time that you can you can use to get saved. That's another opportunity for you to take advantage of this gospel. Because Jesus said that he says, I'm the way he says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No man can come to the father except they come through him. It's all about, you know, this gospel is all about him. It's not about anything else, but it's about Jesus. Everything leads to Jesus. All 66 books in the Bible were written about Jesus. See, God's whole thing is he loves you so much that he wants you to come and be with him forever. But he loves you so much that he'll, he would never make you. He's not going to make you do anything. He's pleading with you today to turn from your wicked ways. He's pleading with you today. To come and be a part of his family. To accept his son as your Lord and Savior. So that you can get to know him. And I'm telling you. In the presence of Lord, in the presence of the Lord. Guys there is fullness of joy. God will absolutely fulfill the needs that you have in your life. Some of y'all. You've been trying to quench that thirst forever. You've been in the clubs. You've been sleeping with people. You've been doing everything you've grown enough to do. And the truth is, the only thing you're missing is the Lord. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. You've had tons of failed relationships. Nothing is working in your life. And I'm telling you, it's time for you to make a change. It's time for you to do something different, guys. That's why you're sad. That's why you're depressed. That's why you're down. That's why you're discouraged. Because you don't know him. You don't know Jesus. The one who paid for your sins. The Bible says if you keep your mind on Jesus, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Think about that. The peace of God. So I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you're not sure, like you're really not sure, I want to pray for you. And I need you to pray with me. Okay? Or if you're a backslider and you're turned away from the Lord, I need to pray for you too. So, I want you to join me with this in this prayer. Do you know the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. 
The Bible also says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So that tells me that if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, also if you believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins, then the Bible says that you'll be saved. The only step left is to accept him as your Lord and Savior. So pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. I come to you right now. I believe that God raised you from the dead and I believe that you died for my sins. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I repent of my sins and I renounce the devil and I turn to you, Lord, and I accept you now as my Lord and Savior. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. You're a child of God. Nothing can ever change that. You're his child. I want you to get in a good Bible-believing church, download you a good Bible app, right, or purchase you the old-fashioned Bible. But I want you to start reading and get to know God because the people who know their God shall do great exploits. And so here's the deal. Man, God is waiting on you. He's been waiting on you all your life. You've been running from him all your life. Now you've accepted him. It's time to get to know your God. It's time to get to know our Lord and Savior. Man, one day he's coming back. He's going to rapture up the church. The dead in Christ shall rise. And we who are alive will be caught up in a moment and changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Look, and we should go to live with him forever and forever. And if we die, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Instantly, you'll be in the presence of God Almighty. I'm telling you, you can't lose. So, it's exciting. It's an exciting journey knowing that God is with you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? So, remember, your final destination, well, today, you just made sure that it's going to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. So, no matter what happens, you're in good hands with Jesus. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Man, I love you. And uh, God be with you. And may God continue to bless you in everything that you do. In Jesus' name, be blessed.